Welcome to Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Tim Slover, and today the highway puts on a tuxedo and turns into the Great White Way. Come join us on Broadway, theater's most incandescent and glamorous street, where some of the greatest plays in the world perform, and where one kind of theater reigns supreme, the Broadway musical. For nearly a hundred years, the musicals of Broadway have dazzled and delighted, inspired and scandalized, brought laughter and tears to the lucky ticket holders in the orchestra and balconies. But today, you have the best seat in the house, because today, Broadway singer Dallin Vale Bayless has joined me in the studio, along with his musical wife and duet partner Rachel Bayless and pianist Mark Johnson to celebrate the Broadway musical and some of its crown princes, Leonard Bernstein, Stephen Sondheim, Richard Rodgers and Oscar Hammerstein, Stephen Schwartz, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Charles Hart and others. Dallin Bayless was, has performed across the U.S. and Canada as Anscholeras in the Broadway tour of Les Miserables and was part of the show's China premiere at the Shanghai Grand Theater. He's toured with the final cast of The Phantom of the Opera, doubling in the roles of The Hunter and The Hairdresser and understudying the roles of The Phantom, Raoul and Andre, and he played the role of Adam in the New York industry reading of Children of Eden. Dowen has twice been the guest of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir for Music and the Spoken Word, and he's performed as a soloist in concerts throughout Utah at venues such as Bravanel, Kingsbury, and Libby Gardner Halls, the BYU Marriott Center, and the Assembly Hall on Temple Square in Salt Lake City. I'll visit with Dowen in a few minutes, but uh, let's start now with music from Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story. Any day I will know right away, soon as it shows. Nigga may come cannonballing down through the sky, gleaming its eye bright as a rose. Who knows? It's only just out of reach, down the block on a beach, under a tree. I got a feeling there's a miracle too, gonna come true, coming to me. Coming something good if I can wait. Something's coming, I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. With a click, with a shock, phone will jingle, door will knock, open the latch. Something's coming, don't know when, but it's soon. Catch the moon, one and it catch. Oh, we slam down the river. Come on, deliver to me. Will it be? Yes, it will. Maybe just by holding still, it'll be there. Come on, something, come on in. Don't be shy, meet a guy, pull up a chair. Out of 
reach down the block on a beach maybe tonight maybe tonight maybe tonight And it's all that I have, right or wrong, what else can I do?
We just heard the beautiful duet, I Have a Hand, One Hand, One Heart, which Dallin sang with Rachel Bayless, his talented songstress wife. <laughs> that was preceded by Something's Coming, both songs from Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story. You are listening to Highway 89, a live performance program from the studios of BYU Broadcasting. I'm Tim Slover, and our special guest today is Dallin Vale Bayless. I want to ask you about your origins, but I want to ask you something else first, Dallin. When you sang that song, One Hand, One Heart, you took Rachel's hand. Now, nobody could see you do that out in uh, our listeners, but why, why did you do that? Because I love my wife. You know, that, that, uh, that, that song is actually very special to us, that, that particular uh, medley, because we, we sang it together at our, um, at our wedding reception. And so, uh, so it is very, very special to us. You know, we, I, had, I had heard that song sung by my aunts and uncles at, like, previous wedding receptions and stuff, and I'm like, I love the message of that piece. I just love it and what it says about a marriage and, what it, you know, what it should be like. And so, so anyway, it just means a lot to Rachel and I, and, uh, and we love singing it together. Thank you. That's that's a beautiful, that's an origin story right there. <laughs> yeah. Your origins. You come from a town that most people know as the place you get off I-70 and buy Great Melon. <laughs> that's uh, right. Green River, Green River, Utah. Uh, population, I think, of about 1,000 people. 800 uh, last I 800 heard. 800 people? But, yeah. So it's I, losing I could be wrong. May, yeah, we, 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 I think we were losing some, but... Uh, it's also got know. an active geyser, I think. Yes, there's one by. active geyser out there and many natural wonders. What was it like growing up there? Well... I'll have to say it was uh, both wonderful and also frustrating because, you know, I, I grew up because of my wonderful music and drama teacher in my high school, Miss Jessica Jenkins, uh, who is actually here tonight listening to this, and I'm very grateful she's here. Um, she's the one that really set me on this path to want to get into Broadway, you know, but uh, she made it amazing because she's the one that really set me on this path and gave me a passion for the arts and for music and for musical theater, and, uh, uh, and I, you know... She was just placed in my life, I think, I feel, and, uh, and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, so it was wonderful, but at the same time, I had these big city dreams, you know, and here I am in the, the smallest of towns, but at the same time, there's some wonderful, wonderful people in Green River, and uh, I couldn't have asked for a better group of people to grow up among and, and uh, you know, and dream of my big goals in life, and, uh, and so I'm very grateful. But, uh, but yeah, but it was also frustrating at times, too, <laughs> I will admit. Can you begin to, we may ask you this maybe ask you this in another part of this interview too but can you begin to plot the journey from green river did you playing the euphonium also i understand yes i did yeah okay. the baritone horn what do you know <laughs> yeah i did and miss j as well yeah yeah uh, uh to broadway what what's help us along that path a little bit okay um well honestly it began in third grade when i had my first role in a in a little musical it was called uh oh what was it uh Dragon Tales. It was called Dragon Tales, and I and I played the knight, Sir Brian the Brave, and I had my first death scene. I got killed by the dragon. I came up on stage and I fell over, <laughs> and uh, and I just thought, hey, there's something to this drama, you know. I just love it. I love my death scenes, and so uh, so anyway. Uh, but uh, I was introduced to Miss J when I was in fifth grade, and that was for the band. She would take uh, elementary school students up to the high school, and and uh, and they'd play with the high school band. It was awesome. And uh, then when I got to high school, I got involved with. 
I uh, backstage with the musicals because I was in junior high. I couldn't be in the high school musicals yet. So, and then in high school, I was in my first musical, Kismet, and playing the Wazir, the bad guy. And uh, I loved that. I loved being the bad guy. You know, I loved that too. And so I thought, hey, I really like this. But it really took off. This this goal and dream of mine when I was uh, when Miss J took a group of us up to Salt Lake City to the Capitol Theater to see the National Touring Company of Les Misérables, and. Oh, I had just never experienced anything like it. Uh, it just, it really literally blew me away emotionally. And, and, and afterwards, I was just constantly thinking about it and thinking about it, like how, how did they do that? How could they move me emotionally like that? How could they inspire me so much? And it, I just, I became obsessed with that, with that, with wanting to be like that, to be able to do that. And so I just set a goal for myself that I wanted to become like that, not really thinking or knowing how I was going to do that. Uh, but I just started learning everything I could about drama and, and took advantage of everything I could in my small town uh, in regards to learning how to sing and music and uh, you know, and, and, and that was really what uh, set me forth. And then I got to uh, Brigham Young University, magically somehow got into their music dance theater program. I have no idea because I was awful. <laughs> I, was, I was absolutely well, terrible. I was ask you, did, did you start out with a beautiful singing voice like you have now? I mean, obviously it's been trained since. But yeah. Did you start out, you know, singing like we all do in the shower? Well, yeah, you, yeah. You were better basically, than us? Or? Basically, yeah. You know, I, I, I grew up because there wasn't really, um, I mean, Miss J taught me some great basics, but, uh, but I didn't really have a a solid vocal teacher who uh, who I really studied with uh, in an intense way until I got to BYU. So prior to that, during my uh, high school years, I was just listening to my favorite uh, Broadway musical stars. And so I was like listening to Colm Wilkinson and, and Michael Crawford and uh, my absolute hero, Anthony Warlow, you know, uh, sing so amazingly. And I wanted to sing like that. So I wouldn't recommend that as a vo good vo voice teacher, but uh, thankfully I didn't ruin my voice. And when I got to BYU, I was able to kind of... Um, uh, she was able to teach me a little bit about what I should do, but uh, uh, to make it better. So, uh, but yeah, that's how it all started. And 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 you know, and what little drama training, and I had absolutely no dance training. So, you know, my dance audition was horrific. But uh, <laughs> and I'm still well, trying we'll, to. We'll relive that on. humiliation in a minute. Okay. But could we hear some more beautiful music now? You sure can. Okay. Thank you. We're going to um, hear uh, Dowen sing um, a couple more songs. Enchanted evening, you may see a stranger, you may see a stranger across a crowded room, and somehow you know, you know even then. That somewhere you'll see her again and again. Some enchanted evening, someone may be laughing. You may hear her laughing across a crowd. After night, 
as strange as it seems. The sound of her laughter will sing in your dreams. Who can explain it? Who can tell you why? Fools give you reasons, wise men never try. Some enchanted evening, when you find your true love, when you feel her call you across a crowded room, then fly to her side and make her your own or all through your life you may dream all alone. once you have found her never
I can feel her waiting just beyond the pale horizon, singing out a melody to lovely to withstand, and her voice is there as dusk is falling, and her You just heard Broadway singer Dallin Bayless sing two songs of love and yearning, her voice from The Little Mermaid, music by Alan Menken, lyrics by Glenn Slater, and that was preceded by Some Enchanting Evening from Rogers and Hammerstein's South Pacific. I'm Tim Slover, and you're listening to Highway 89 on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. And now we get to talk to Rachel Bayless. Um, about 15 years ago, I think it was, um, you and Dallin went on the road together during his first national tour of uh, Les Miserables. Is this ringing a bell? Has it been that long? I... 15 years? <laughs> Maybe not quite that long. It was, it, what was it? Ten years, yeah. Ten, it was 2002 that we started. Ten years. Sorry yeah. for that slander. Oh, it was that's a mere okay. <laughs> ten years. What was it like to be on the road together uh, was, when he was doing landings? Oh, it was truly amazing. My my dad is a pilot, and so I traveled a lot growing up, but it was always in the air. And so being able to drive around this country and see everything was just amazing. And we used to laugh all the time on the road because we'd see the funniest, most random things as we were driving around and, and also the most beautiful and amazing things. It was It was incredible. Uh, you went to China? This, this I as did, well? yeah. I went over for just one week because we had our baby, and I didn't want to take her with me. So, you, but, but on the American tour, you toured with yeah, your baby? Yeah, oh, we took the baby with us while we were here in the States, yeah. <laughs> is that, was that uh, created any sort Is that rubbed off on the baby? Is she singing went, in the you know, shower She now? can't remember anything, but <laughs> I know it affected her. It made her very astute and, and just observant, and, and she was so good in the car. We'd put on river dance, and her little legs would get kicking, and she just <laughs> loved it. She had the best time. Um, now, you all are also a beautiful singer, as oh, we just you. heard. Thank you. Uh, and you also are an actor? I've done a little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, that the two of you played opposite each other mm-hmm. uh, uh, as the Mormon prophet Joseph Smith and his wife Emma Smith yes. uh, in a historical pageant produced by the LDS Church called Nauvoo. Yes. Uh, what was that like? It was such a great experience. I had no idea marrying an actor that that I would get the chance to be on stage with him. I'd done a little bit myself, but uh, it was it was amazing to be able to go out there and 
experience Nauvoo during pageant time and uh, just to, to get to know the stories of Joseph and Emma and the people who founded that city and just to get to meet so many wonderful people who came out there to the pageant to have a good experience with their families. And I, I just can't even... I can't put it into words, but yes, it was a remarkable experience. I want to ask you another question about that, mm-hmm. but first, um, I just, you know, we just heard those two amazing love songs. You don't let Dowen sing to other women, do you? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that seems very oh. dangerous to me. <laughs> I know somehow. it is dangerous with his voice. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Nauvoo, that's, a, that's outdoor drama, yes, right? Yes, yes. Um, and is that, uh, any stories about that? I, I, my understanding about outdoor drama is sometimes uh, it, uh, the weather intercedes. Oh, um, my goodness. Sometimes. I think there's a thing yes. called rain time or something uh-huh. where everybody starts yeah. acting really fast. <laughs> Well, we never we never had to to close the show for the night for, because of rain, thankfully. And there was rumor there was a, another pageant that had run there for oh, I don't know how many years, uh, 10, 20 years, um, and and they had never been rained out. And so when the new pageant started up, we we were worried that that it would rain on us and that would prove that our pageant wasn't worthy <laughs> or something. <laughs> But but we had really excellent weather. Uh, there were storms that would come in right before, and the clouds would part right around the stage, and it would be thundering on all sides. But but right over us, it would be clear and, and gorgeous. Wow! And yeah, it was it was amazing how that would wow. happen. Yeah. Let me take you back to that that Les Mis tour yes. for a minute. It, 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 he was uh, Dowen was doing understudy roles, and then at one point he got sort of knocked up to be uh, one of the principals. Yes. And tell me about that event, that moment when <laughs> well, that, that happened. Well, that was very for you. exciting, and we kind of knew that it might be coming uh, because there were lots of changes that took place when the cast went to China. There were people brought in from Broadway and other people that were released that had been on the tour for a while, and we knew the Broadway people weren't going to stay with the tour when the China tour was over. So we knew there was that possibility, and it was actually during the week that I was in China uh, that Dallin got the call that when the tour went back to the states, that he would be very quickly put into the role of Angelos full time. So that was very exciting for us. I can imagine. Yes. Um, any favorite roles for you or for or, or, or seeing Dowen play? Uh, I think my favorite, well, there's there's two. I loved seeing him do The Phantom of the Opera just because it's so dramatic. And he sings those songs so passionately and beautifully. And, and that's exciting. But he's not a stellar character, you know, not somebody that a girl could really go for in the end, but, um, talking about the role, not the the role of phantom. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, that's, that's a favorite, but my very, very favorite is when he played the role of Archibald Craven in the secret garden, which he's been able to do twice, Uh once in Issaquah, Washington, and once here at the Hale theater in Orem. And, uh, it's just, it's such a, a, a role that you just feel for this father. And we talked a lot about how this role could be done right, because I, I've seen many productions and sometimes I feel like you just want to tell him to get over it. But, you know, <laughs> if it's done right, you really feel for this father. He's desiring to be a good dad and, and he misses his wife who passed away 10 years before. And, and, and I love all the numbers that he has and just how passionately Dallin plays that part. Thank you, Rachel. Thank Thanks. you very much. Um, Well, we'll hear uh, some music from Phantom of the Opera, uh, as well as from Children of Eden and Sunday in the Park with George. Dowen Bayless.
time we have For as long as we are living We can face whatever comes If we face it now as one I could make it on my own Let me know that I don't have to no one really wants to be alone In whatever time we have If at times we are afraid With so little to believe in It's alright to feel afraid I will For sure is this Though the world could end tomorrow You and I will be together In whatever time In whatever time we have For as long as we are living We know life can be shield. No one really wants to be alone in whatever time we hundred years or the world could end tomorrow but we know we'll be together in whatever time from this day forward nights won't seem so black from this day forward Whatever time we have, we will make the most of time. And at least we'll be together in whatever time we Darkness stood. 
waters and wakes imagination. Silently the senses abandon their defenses. Slowly, deadly, light unfurls its splendor. Grasp it, sense it, tremulous and tender. Turn your face away from the garish light of day. Turn your thoughts away from cold, unfeeling light. And listen to the music of Close your eyes and surrender to your darkest dreams. Purge your thoughts of the life you knew before. Close your eyes, let your spirit start to As you've never lived before. Softly, deftly, music shall caress you. Hear it, feel it, secretly possess you. Open up your mind, let your fantasies unwind in this darkness which you know you cannot fight. The darkness of the music of the Forget these wide-eyed fears. I'm here. Nothing can harm you. My words will warm and calm you. Let me be your freedom. Let daylight dry your tears. I'm here with you, beside you, to guard you and to guide you. Share with me one love, one lifetime. Let me lead you from your solitude. Say you need me with you here beside you.
That's all I ask of you. Yes, she looks for me. Good. Let her look for me to tell me why she left me, as I always knew she would. I had thought she understood. They have never understood, and no reason that they should. But if anybody could, Finishing the hat, how you have to finish the hat, how you watch the rest of the world from a window while you finish the hat, mapping out a sky, what you feel like planning a sky, what you feel when voices that come through the window go until they distance and die. Till there's nothing but sky And how you're always turning back too late From the grass or the stick or the dog or the light How the kind of woman willing to wait Not the kind that you want to find waiting To return you to the night Dizzy from the height Coming from the hat Studying the hat Entering the world of the hat Reaching through the world of the hat Like a window Back to this one from that Studying a face Stepping back to look at a face Leaves a little space in the way Like a window but to see, it's the only way to see. And when the woman that you wanted goes, you can't say to yourself, I give all I can give. But the woman who won't wait for you knows that however you live, there's a part of you always standing by, mapping out a sky. on a hat, finishing a hat. Look, I made a hat. 
was a hat. We just heard the song Finishing the Hat from Stephen Sondheim's Sunday in the Park with George. And that was preceded by the medley, The Music of the Night and All I Ask You from Weber and Hart's Phantom of the Opera. Dowan and Rachel began this set by singing In Whatever Time We Have from Children of Eden by Stephen Schwartz. I'm Tim Slover, and you're listening to Highway 89. Uh, Dallin, we were starting a little while ago about this journey, um, and we got to the part about the fact that you auditioned for and were accepted into Brigham Young University's uh, music dance theater program. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm afraid I cut you off at the moment of your <laughs> dance audition. How, how, what oh, happened dear. there? <laughs> it was a disaster. I, I hope that there is no videotape recording of it because I they can use it as blackmail. As a matter of fact, I had no idea even like what the attire to, to wear. You know, I came in, I can't even remember what I had, but I do remember I had like my penny loafers on for my dance shoes because, you know, I, I didn't have any. So I thought, well, this is about as close as I can get. So anyway, I had no dance training whatsoever. I didn't know what a pirouette was from a first position, you know, and, and here we were, people like flipping all around me. And I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? And uh, honestly, I mean, uh, later on I found out, you know, that, that the dance faculty was just appalled. They are just like, no, don't let them into the program, please. Um, but there was just something that uh, that they just felt. They just I don't know. What well, I'm it sure was. you're being modest. I'm sure that the, uh, no, the, I'm not. If the D <laughs> really part didn't not. go well, the M and the T part must have <laughs> dazzled them. Well, I hope so. I hope so. There was a there was certainly something there, but uh, I'm just I'm just very grateful because uh, it was uh, it was a very important step in my life and in my career. Uh, coming here uh, to this wonderful university and this wonderful program, I was very grateful for those that I got to get to know. The teachers here uh, just were brilliant, and uh, I was I learned so much. And I'll always be grateful. Uh, it, it helped me to develop the talents I needed to be able to uh, be somewhat successful in this career. So, Well, you graduated from Brigham Young University with a BFA in the mm -hmm. end of all that in music dance theater. And then uh, last year in 2012, BYU honored you with the Young Alumni Distinguished Service Award. Now, um, I, I'm glad they put the word young there because my understanding <laughs> is mostly these awards are given to people with somewhat snowier hair uh, than you have since you have none. Yes. Um, uh, uh, you, it, when you accepted that award, um, you said something that really, really struck me when I read it. Um, you talked about the fact that you have, I'm, I'm sort of quoting here, a personal and or life connection with each of the songs that you're performing. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. You know, when, when I when I when I set out to, to start recording, you know, recording albums uh, and different things, I I I really wanted it to uh, not only be something that I thought that people would enjoy listening to, but I felt it was really important that I put something on there that was meaningful to me, something that I had a deep connection with. Uh, because there's uh, that's the thing I love about about music and I love about theater is because uh, the truth that we get to present to people that can uplift them that can change their life is something that they connect with that they and it, that's the thing that changes them I think you know and uh, and so I wanted my albums or whatever it is that I sang or whatever it is I did I wanted it to have contain that truth you know that that thing that I thought was going to help better a person tomorrow or give them hope or give them encouragement or whatever that may be and so I wanted the songs that I sang and the songs I recorded and even the things that I performed professionally I wanted it to have that element 
to it. And so, so yeah, so uh, a lot of the, the things that I, I do, I, uh, they they have very personal meanings to me and uh, uh, and something that I really enjoy, including the songs I'm singing tonight. So well, mm-hmm. and that really comes across. Thank you. Um, what about? Um, and I hope this question isn't out of bounds, but you mentioned playing the vizier. <laughs> what if you're singing a song of a bad guy? Um, how do you relate well, to that's, that? That's that's all right because you know I mean you know Phantom of the Opera, the, the the wazir. There's still something to be said, and you know and and in. In every in life, there's got to be that opposition. You know, I mean, that's where people struggle. That's where people come through. That's where, uh, you know, that's when they face that challenge. And the bad guy is usually the challenge, right? And and it's it's the story of how they overcome that and how they find the inspiration and the uh, whatever it is inside their heart that they need to find to be able to achieve that. And and so that's where the inspiration comes. So I don't I don't mind playing a bad guy. I must say that that was like. One of the last bad guys I ever played, though. I've always been cast as, you know, some other uh, characters, which I'm grateful for. But, uh, but you know, when you're a bad guy, you you got to play your role well because there's that in life, and and we face bad things all the time, and that's that's uh, part of the beauty of it is is being able to identify that and be able to see, okay, how can I overcome this challenge or this monster in my life, you know, right now. Nice. Well, beautifully said and beautifully sung all all day, and we're going to ask you to perform again for us, if you don't mind. Um, So we will be listening to A Light in the Dark from Next to Normal and then Bring Him Home from Les Miserables. single sign that our house is alive our house our own so why do I live there alone tell me why I wait through the night and why do I leave on the light you a home long ago take this chance cause it may be our last to be free to let go of the past and to try to be husband and wife to let love never die or to just live our life take my hand and let me take your heart keep it far from what keeps us apart let us start with a light in the dark night falls i stare at the walls i wake and wander the halls and i chance and we'll make a new start somewhere far from what keeps us apart 
And I swear that somewhere in the night There's a the sun I might have known if God had granted me a son the summer star one by one how soon they fly on and on and I am
We just heard A Light in the Dark from Next to Normal, and after that, the song we just sang, or that we just heard sung, Bring Him Home from Les Miserables. Um, I have a friend in Texas who hates musicals. <laughs> Talk to that friend right now and say, what do you get out? What, why should we go see musical theater? Because musicals contain the songs of life, and I believe that there, uh, there's much out there that to be gained uh, from a person being able to appreciate and learn to love this American art form, this amazing uh, piece of theater. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's something that can, if you let it, uh, change your life. And, uh, and so I just uh, I challenge you to, to see what you can find in musical theater that, uh, that speaks to you, that uh, will change your life and will, um, and will perhaps teach you the things that uh, you need to know and learn to help you in uh, whatever circumstances you may be in. Are you listening, friend in Texas? I hope that <laughs> if you listen tonight, uh, you clearly uh, got a great dose of this wonderful art form. Well, that ends this most enjoyable edition of Highway 89. Our special guest this hour was Dallin Vale Bayless, along with his talented wife and duet partner Rachel Bayless and pianist extraordinaire Mark Johnson. Thank you, Dallin, for bringing Broadway to our studio today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Now, start spreading the news because Dowan has recorded three solo albums, Some Enchanted Evening, Song of Redeeming Love, and Prayer, which received two Pearl Awards from the Faith-Centered Music Association and a Listener's Choice Award from the LDS Booksellers Association. For more information about Dowan's recordings, as well as his upcoming performances, visit his website, DowanValeBayless.com. I'm going to spell that. D-A-L-L-Y-N-V-A-I-L-B-A-Y-L-E-S. All one word. DowanValeBayless.com. We're always glad to hear from you, our listeners, and welcome your comments and questions about this program. Contact us by email at highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite, and the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Tim Slover. Thanks for listening.